I need to re-lubricate the mouth. The Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. <laughs> you know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. asking about Carrie. So um uh, what so you you told me you hadn't seen the original. You watched the remake? Uh was it the most recent one? When was that? The remake? They probably remade it like four years ago maybe. Did they? So that shit so that's six years ago already? That's a long fucking time ago. I feel like they just remade that son of a bitch. They did, right? That was the last one. It was with that chick um, from Kick-Ass, that little girl from Kick-Ass. Oh, that's right. No, I didn't see that one. Wasn't the one before that? Didn't they remake it a time before Well, there was a Rage, the Rage Carry 2. Remember that? Maybe that was the one I'm thinking about. That was like in 1999. That makes more sense. I probably saw that. It had like some people, it had like people from American Pie in it. Maybe. Somebody's eyes blow up in that movie or something. <laughs> or she explodes somebody's glasses on somebody's eyes. I remember when I saw that when I was a little kid, that kind of... Didn't want to get glasses? That scarred me, bro. I just thought about glasses, like, breaking and going into my eyes, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then at one point in that movie, somebody gets... A harpoon to the dick. Do you remember that? I think I do. That does, yeah. And then she pushes it so his fucking sack gets fired out of, like, his ass and it goes into the pool. And I remember watching that as a kid and being like, no man deserves that fate. (laughs) Hey, they could get I don't care what the crap. (laughs) They got away with some shit. Look, if you did something horrible, whatever, cut his head off or something. Don't harpoon his dick. From him. <laughs> That's pretty intense, and it's pretty hard. To, like you know, you know, I may maybe I would uh, accept that if he like had raped somebody, but in that movie, I don't think he raped anybody. No, he was just like a jerk, jerk fucking guy in high school, fucking yeah. shoot off his fucking sack with a harpoon. Head. But was that based on a Stephen King book or was uh, it? Just no, they just ran with it. Yeah, they just kept going with it. Hmm. The Rage Carry 2. <laughs> <laughs> so the original Carry didn't have any ball harpooning. No. None of that stuff. It was made in the 70s. Well, so. I mean, gore back then. So the it wasn't, it's not, a, it wasn't as, like, that's gory. Right? I mean, it's, it's more violent. And you know how shit just looked violent back in those days? Yeah. It felt like it was real. Maybe it's just because we were little kids when we watched that shit. That's true. That those movies felt more real. Or well, that shit. too, but they had to like do it on their own, like with props and shit. It's not CG or. Well, anything. you can still do it with props, but yeah. So I guess it was a little more real. But it's like I remember she was hosing motherfuckers down with like a fire hose, you know. Yeah. Seventies, my boy. I'm just, I'm <laughs> just saying. Like, Let's get the fucking fire hose. Like, in imagine here. seeing a, a fucking harpoon with a sack on it. I don't want to imagine that. That's pretty fucking gory, dude. Just saying. I mean, shit. That movie came. That rage movie 
came out like in 99 or 2098 mm. maybe <laughs> <laughs> I was like 10 or 11 I know you watched uh, you watched it at that time too for sure <laughs> you were like probably like seven. I don't remember <laughs> that but I kind of want to see that now <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious and you would you and like your brother and shit you'd be fearless you guys would watch really scary shit like you guys wouldn't you you weren't scared of Chucky. I was like fucking terrified of Chucky no, as a little kid. Chucky was dope though. I didn't start liking Chucky until I was like twelve or something. But before that, like Chucky was about the worst thing you, know you could do to me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked. <laughs> like I was fucking terrified. Like, dude, I was so scared of Chucky that sometimes I'd be watching TV. And, like, a Chucky movie was out. I'd be scared to watch the TV because there might be a Chucky commercial that <laughs> fucking came out, bro. That's how fucking traumatized I was by that little motherfucker. It's <laughs> nuts. Chucky was good, though. I love Chucky. I love the first the first three, really. Mm-hmm. Most of the Chucky. <laughs> I don't like fucking Seed of Chucky. It's, it's a no-go? I mean, it has some funny moments. <laughs> But no, what a horrible film. Anyway, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, Carrie was done in 76. 76. So that's where it all started. Did you watch Salem's Lot? I didn't watch Salem's Lot. I think, wasn't Timmy talking about it yesterday? Yes, he was. He saying was. that it was like his favorite, one of his favorite movies. And I thought he was saying The Sandlot. Uh, that's remember? what I thought, too. I was like, like Sandlot? He, he was quoting The Sandlot yeah, right before yes, he that. Was. Yeah, that's what I, I was like. I feel like he was just fucking with us. Because... I was just like, how the fuck is the Sandlot in your top five favorite movies? Yeah, we asked Timbo, and like, hey, what are your top five? And he said fucking Sandlot. Sandlot? At least I understood it, and it might have been Salem's Lot. Fucking Jonesy said uh, Princess Bride. What the (laughs) fuck is wrong with you, man? How's that your top five? <laughs> well, I think that's what he says his favorite movie is. No, he said I think, I think first, that, like with no hesitation. No, I think that's that's why we went top five because we we're like, fuck this, we can't just we can't judge him on that merit. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need four other fucking examples, <laughs> and one animated. Yeah, one animated. <laughs> Jesus, well, fucking yeah, from Carrie, you know, you get a fucking. Bitch, she gets telekinetic powers, starts killing motherfuckers. She kills a fucking young heartthrob, John Travolta. Ouch. Okay. Who was alongside um, uh, Lois from Robocop. I don't know her name. Oh, it's, actually, I think it do. I think it's Nancy Allen. <laughs> Let's find out. Fucking Lois from Robocop. Is her Nancy name Nancy Allen? Whoo! Sure fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so her she's headshot like, looks good. She's Just like the me. she's like the main mean bully in that first carry, and I'm talking like a prime time fucking Lois. Even like in RoboCop, especially with that short haircut. Yeah, the haircut wasn't with it. No, but, but then by like part three, she had longer hair. She was start, started noticing, hey, wait, Lois is a little thick. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's looking good. Started changing, having a change of opinion on that one. Lois looks good in uniform. <laughs> she looks good. You know, she looks good when she doesn't have a fucking bulletproof vest. You know, yeah. hiding her, yeah, her beautiful body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, fucking Carrie killed a young Lois. Imagine how hot she was back then. I haven't watched that movie in a while, but I 
She was probably pretty hot. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, she blows that bitch up with John Travolta. That's a two for two. That's Murphy's fucking partner. <laughs> and John Travolta. And it's fucking Vincent Vega. <laughs> okay, fucking carry. Blew him up. Boom. Heart throbs. Young. <laughs> and then you go right from that, dude, to the movie I made you watch. Fucking... Couple years ago, The Shining. Yeah, Shining. It's fucking fantastic. That's, that's up there with. I mean, that's probably if you had to fucking pick the best Stephen King movie, mm. you probably have to go with The Shining, right? I think so. Or it's up there. Well, as far as the ones that I've seen, for sure. Yeah. But I don't think you could step up the acting from that one. Fucking Nicholson fire. crushes it. Yeah. Nicholson's good in everything. I just, you know, I stopped fucking, like, what Maybe not, not, not anger watch. management, but... Yeah, I was about to say, I stopped watching him once he was, like, older and fat and annoying, you know? Yeah, Maybe that, The Departed was the last... Well, that's what I'm saying. But that was after that. Yeah. Like but, he, you know, he redeemed yeah, himself. Yeah, he definitely did. He was like, get Marty. Get Marty out here. Yeah. Right, we digress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what were we saying? We were talking about um, the, the shining. shining. How did I'm I'm very uh I'm very high. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did enjoy? I watched that um, that fucking you made me watch that one too. I fought it for a minute. You fought but, everything um, that, um, <laughs> that I recommend. Ready Player One. Oh yeah, and it has that Edgar awesome Go- fucking shining scene. It goes right into a scene from The Shining, and I. I love The Shining. It's one of my favorites. I fucking love Steven Spielberg. And apparently, you know, fucking Spielberg and Kubrick and Martin Scorsese, Brian De Palma, George Lucas, all these fuckers would just hang out and just talk about fucking making movies. These fucking, these fucking giants in fucking filmmaking, dude. Martin Scorsese, my boy, he might be the greatest director of all fucking time. Yep. Steven Spielberg, fuck, he's right up there. Kubrick, Kidding me? I mean, in that one, he's fucking crushing Kubrick. And then, like, the whole, like, thing behind it, too, where they think, like, his underlining message has an underlining message. Like, like that, oh, that, it con- that it? he's confessing to um, uh, faking the moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a conspiracy theory saying that he made this movie as a way to confess <laughs> That he filmed the fucking moon landing footage and helped fake it and sell it as a conspiracy to to us, the people, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> but see, that's only with a movie that's that, like, smart. You know, a movie that is that has layers, man, in the visuals outside of Jack Nicholson crushing the shit out of it. It's the fucking sets, the fucking the colors in that movie, mm-hmm. dude, like... You can imagine, I can see the fucking that bathroom he goes into and he meets Grady, who's the guy who fucking chopped up his family mm-hmm. beforehand. And now he's a fucking butler there. That bathroom is like bright red and white and looks like a fucking art museum or something. And a lot of that dude's like, that whole movie looks like that. It just looks like so fucking stylistic and perfect. Also, like, 
I don't know if you ever watched that Clockwork Orange, but that shit too, bro. Mm. It's like he's a fucking master. And then the fucking scores. Yeah. The score of the fucking Shining is fucking eerie. You just hear that fucking shit, and it's fucking that that movie starts with that helicopter shot mm. through the woods, and I don't know, it's like a lake or whatever. Yeah. And it has that eerie fucking score, and you're just watching this fucking car go driving up to this fucking this um. Uh, Hotel, you just know that no good's gonna come of it. Just from the song, just from watching the fucking car drive, that's like, uh uh-uh, uh, people are <laughs> fucked. This man's gonna try to fucking axe murder his family. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. And I believe it too, dude. Yeah, you know, he, he definitely went the part. He seems like a crazy, like, I would probably be afraid <laughs> if I ran into Jack Nicholson. Like, if. I was in a room alone with him, especially this Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I'd be fucking on my toes. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be looking for exits, you know? Shady looking, dude. Yeah, man. I saw I saw a clip on, I think it's on YouTube, but I saw it on Reddit. It's a scene of him right before the, here, um, here's Johnny scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's getting geared up. Yeah, he's getting pumped up. It's so fucking dope because, like, you you appreciate the fact that this dude's just fucking. I'm gonna give you some savage shit right now. Yeah. And maybe even this actress doesn't even have a fucking clue what I'm about to do, but fuck it, and he delivers, and it's fucking it's you, awesome. And um, uh, you also look at the making of that movie. Fucking, also the Stanley Kubrick was a fucking dick to the to the Shelley Duvall, the one who plays um, uh, Wendy. Oof. So apparently he was so mean to her, he would, like, scream at her, tell her she sucked, and made her cry all the fucking time. It was, like, really abusive, and she, like, fucking hated him and all this shit. Mm-hmm. So he that's how fucking dedicated he was. He was like, I'm just going to torture this bitch so that when I record her, she just seems like she's fucking beaten down, you yeah, know? Scared for her life. Fuck, dude. <laughs> like, she just seems like a... Like, you watch that movie throughout... The beginning and even till the end, even though she survives, she looks weak throughout. Yeah. There's a weak voice, weak posture. I don't know. Even when she's she's hiding, when she's got the knife and he's breaking through, just the way she's kind of just like screaming against the wall. It's just like she's helpless, even though she somehow gets away from him. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't like, you know, she's portrayed as like fucking... Like a weekly, like a fucking sick duck or something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking, it's fucking dope. Yeah, it's one of my fucking favorites. And Stephen King, um, uh, everybody knows this, but Stephen King hates that adaptation of his book. And that was a cool thing of a Ready Player One too, because like you know, some people know that maybe. I mean, it's common knowledge now. But yeah. the fact that it came out in Ready Player One, which didn't come out too long ago, when when was that? A couple like years. Two years ago, maybe. Yeah, and it says that that's one of the, like the main spoilers for that. Sorry, <laughs> but um, the the second clue to getting um to getting far in the game was that um what was the clue? It was the creator who hated his creation? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he hated his own work or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, and uh, that's when they go they dive into they dive the shining in scene. It's fucking dope. You appreciate it. It's fucking awesome. It's crazy. 
But like it's like there's so many really bad Stephen King movies that it's crazy that Stephen King hates like the best one. Yeah. And it's true that like I've read the book, I watched the movie, and there are clear differences. And but like there's other shit that he's done that is, I mean, most of them are pretty fucking different. And he's never fucking hated on one like he's hate he hates on that one. Hmm. Who knows why that is, you know? I don't know. Maybe it's beefing with Kubrick. You maybe. think that, like, he thought that he did it better or something? Probably. Or you thought that he was... Or do you genuinely think he thought, like, his fucker's, like, ruining my shit? I mean, someone's gonna be attached to their artwork no it's matter It's true. What. You know what? I get really critical. Or I get I get really defensive <laughs> when I'm... Uh, and I get criticized on on my work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, yeah, well, now fuck imagine you. imagine being fucking Stephen King and this big time director type is like, yeah, I'm just gonna shit on you. And then supposedly he had, um, I guess the jab at him or the just the hey, I actually fucked your shit up was that buggy scene, right? Yeah, but I don't know if that's true or no? not. Do you remember that from the? I book? do, I do, and it makes sense, right? It makes sense, but I don't know. If, if it's verified of that's why he did it, or maybe it was a coincidence, you know? That's, mm. I don't think he ever said it. That's a pretty good coincidence. But, I mean... It makes sense. It makes the story cooler that Kubrick would say fuck you to him that hard yeah. to be like, fuck your book. I'm going to say it right in my movie. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. <laughs> but maybe that's... He's just that much of a savage. I don't know. But that movie's the shit. It's a fucking classic. And it's and it's really cool, too, because, it, in, again, in, in Ready Player One, it takes you straight to that scene. Yeah, it has the score and everything. And I, the- and I love that movie, that The Shining. So when it happened in Ready Player One, I wasn't expecting Not it. Not at all. And then oh, it man. happened, I got so... Excited, like when it was happening, because they literally step right into that scene. Yeah, into the scene, yeah. And fucking, it's just like, dude, it's like perfect. It's a perfect replica of it. It's not like, oh, they're only showing a little piece. It's like they're in that room. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking just like so fucking cool. And they amplified it too with the the lady in the room and everything. Yeah. That was cool too, though. That added to it, I think. Well, they did, like, all the iconic shit because then that other one goes up to the elevator and it opens up with blood. Blood, yeah. Another fucking beautiful (laughs) scene, bro. Yeah. That elevator opening up with blood slowly. That was the fucking trailer for it. Mm. You know that? There was just, like, the elevator and it just slowly starts opening. You see the blood slowly start coming out. It slowly fucking, like, takes the fucking chairs with it or whatever, and yeah. it's just, like, scary music, and it just has the shining. It's like, that was the trailer. Nothing else. It's like, what? That's pretty damn Imagine good. in the 70s. <laughs> no, it was 1980. Yeah. But it still felt like the 70s. <laughs> 1980 was still in the 70s, I think. Before shit started. <laughs> before shit started getting... 1980 was 1980, dude. Before shit started getting too bright, you know, people started wearing, like, spandex and shit. <laughs> Listening to The Cure. <laughs> uh, anyway, after that... We need are, we need to do one on The Shining. We'll do an episode on The Shining. We went pretty sure. into it right yeah. there. <laughs> no, we'll go hard, because that shit is actually dope. And the documentary and all of this shit. I haven't seen it in a while. 
Children of the Corn, you remember that one? Mm, as a child. Well, we didn't even say the ratings for... Carrie has a 93% on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's a suck. 7.4 on IMDb. The Shining has 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. But 8.4 on IMDb. But that's crazy that Carrie has a 93 and The Shining has an 86. Yeah. Children of the Corn has a 36. Fuck. Bam. Is it that bad? 5.6. I, I, I haven't seen it since I was a little kid, but I remember it used to scare the crap out of me. Mm. Stand By Me. Fucking classic. Do you, you've seen Stand By Me? Yes, I have seen Stand By Me. A long time ago. A really long time ago. <sighs> you need to watch Stand By Me, dude. What about Maximum Overdrive? Let's <laughs> not talk about Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> uh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me got a 91% and an 8.1. And that was directed by Rob Reiner, who directed This Is Spinal Tap, my boy. Mm. And then he would also go on to later direct Misery. You remember Misery? Go on. The no, one no. about the fucking... The lady who who saves this author who gets into a car accident and she saves him, takes him back to his house and his like leg is broken or something. Mm. And then she he thinks she's like helping him. And she's like, Oh yeah, like the phones are out, like, oh there's a big snowstorm, so you're like stuck here for a day or some shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And after a while, he's like, hey, what the fuck? Like, this bitch is kind of like, whoa, like, why don't you let me? There's a phone. And she keeps saying that they're down, but then maybe, like, sees her on the phone or some shit, right? And then she starts, she figures out that this, it's, this is her uh, favorite author, and she just wants to fucking keep him, you know? Mm. And then she makes him, like, write a sequel to, like, fucking a book she likes and shit. She, like, breaks his legs so that he can't fucking leave and shit. It's a fucking crazy movie. You've never seen that one? I haven't. No. Fucking classic. You, have home? you seen that? You've seen that, right? Who's this woman? Who is she? It's fucking... It's homegirl. Oh, it's Bobby Boucher's mom, bro. Whoa. And she's... Ter- I think she won an Oscar for that movie, if I'm not mistaken. It's a fucking terrific fucking film. Okay. It's a... It's Kathy a month. Bates? It's a, yeah, Kathy Bates. It's a fucking Stephen King classic. I mean, shit, that's up there with The Shining. It's top five for sure. Okay. Um, uh, right in between those two was Pet Cemetery, the original movie, mm-hmm. 1989, 50% on Rotten Tees, 6.6 6 on IMDb's. Mm. You see what I did there? I rhymed those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just having an S to both of those. I'm starting to get the hang of this podcast thing. <laughs> Start rhyming. <laughs> uh, um, uh, do you remember the original Pet Cemetery? No. Do you remember watching as a kid or nothing? As a kid, but that was, that was probably like three. I don't remember much. I was pretty traumatized by this movie when I was little. I think I watched a little part of it at a friend's house or whatever. Like, I think they had rented it or some shit. Mm-hmm. Not a little. That was back when we lived in the apartments, like on fucking Roosevelt. I was like fucking a little guy. (laughs) And I remember fucking him digging up his son, you know? And I was, and then my friend's dad told me he's gonna go fucking bring him back from the dead. And I was just like, what? Like, (laughs) I was just fucking terrified by the thought of it, dude. I don't even think I watched more than five minutes of it, but like, 
you're traumatized. Just that. Just knowing a little kid coming back from the dead being evil. When I was little, dude, I used to be scared that you were going to turn evil. What? And kill me. <laughs> what? Straight up, I think I watched too many scary movies. <laughs> it's like this body used to have that fucking, the, that straight, like. I had a bowl cut. You had that straight, straight bowl, hair cut. bowl cut. Yeah, and that's like Glorious the haircut hair. of yeah. scary kids that are that's gonna true. kill you. <laughs> that's true. So I was always weary of you. <laughs> I loved you and we did everything together, but I always <laughs> never gonna... fully trusted you. <laughs> He's gonna do it. <laughs> just keep do. just keep an eye on that one. <laughs> Yeah, but ultimately, I think that movie's trash. <laughs> the first Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's a pretty bad movie. It's in the 80s. It's like one of these 80s fucking things where acting, like, wasn't necessary in the 80s, I feel. <laughs> it was just like they'd let any asshole in tight jeans and white tennis shoes do it. They're like, fuck it. Like, there's a werewolf that's going to chase you, all right? Okay. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's the 80s for your ass. <laughs> they would just let any fucking asshole act. And so, yeah, it was just, like, really bad acting. Mm. At the end, well, in this version, Any which is... Any notable actors? Anyone relevant? <sighs> no, um, uh, Judd, in that movie, is the guy who was Eddie Munster in The Munsters <laughs> way back, like, in the fucking 70s or something. Mm. That's the most notable person in that movie, I believe. Eddie Munster. <laughs> the rest were 80s folk. <laughs> the 80s folk that amounted to nothing. I didn't mean for that to sound rude. I'm sure there are nice, <laughs> nice people that went on to have terrific careers, mm -hmm. love their families. Nothing tragic ever happened to mm -hmm. any of them. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, my boy, 1994. Wait. 94, are you skipping I'm it? skipping, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, wait, oh, you're right. So, It, miniseries, mm -hmm. trash. It's a trash fucking You watched it? <laughs> I watched I watched this shit, shit, I don't know, probably in high school. And whatever, the clown looks scary, but it is a trash, trash. This, again, this is a, this was, a, this was 1990. So it was still a little bit kind of like the 80s. Just like in, in the 80s, in that 80, it was still the 70s. On that 90, it was still the 80s, okay? Well, it came out in 1990, so it was probably filmed like in 1988. You're right. 1989. So it was still the 80s, and you could feel it. <laughs> it was in the air. You could feel it in the air like, uh, like Phil Collins, you know? How that song goes? Something about feeling it in the air. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, so Shawshank. <laughs> you ever saw? You ever see that one? Mm -mm. Morgan Freeman, Tim Robbins. That's a fucking classic. I think that's the number one rated movie on IMDb. Really? Can you look that up? Go to the IMDb top one hundred. I think for the longest it was number one. I don't know if it still is. 93, 9.3, sorry. But let's check, it, let's check, let me check it out. Find the top 100 list. For the longest, it was number one. Fucking Tim Robbins. Fucking Andy Dufresne. He gets fucking... Still number one, yeah. 
Number one. What's what? What's what's number next? Two, number two is Godfather. Godfather. 1972. I've never seen The Godfather. Well, well I have. Do you know but... what number three is? Huh? Do you know what number three is? That's a number that comes after two. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what movie it is. Oh. Shit. I don't know. Tell me. The Dark Knight. I was going to say Batman. It almost <laughs> came out of my mouth. But the I didn't want to. I didn't want to fucking say it. I didn't want to be cocky. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dark. Ooh. Schindler's List is number seven. What's number four or five? <laughs> uh, Godfather 2. Shit. A Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Return of the King? Uh-huh. Huh? Right. Two Towers. Come on, bro. Keep I like the first one the best, actually. Uh, the second one had the most action, though. It did, but I like the story in the first one. I was invested. Number six was Pulp Fiction. Schindler's List is number seven. Okay. Let's do the top ten. Let's eight. Eight is uh, 12 Angry Men. Okay. Classic book. Number nine, Fight Club. That's right. Number ten is Fellowship of the Ring. There we go. Wow, I can't even. <laughs> what? This shit's a shame. Forrest Gump is 11. <laughs> Why are you mad? It definitely is up there. Well, look, number 12 is the Two Towers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Goodfellas is 13. Look, that definitely has to be above the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> For no, sure. That's fucking Martin Scorsese, my boy. <laughs> seven is 21. The oh. fuck? Saving Private Ryan, 18. How could they not make seven, seven? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Now you're just fucking with it. <laughs> Goddamn IMDb. I would accept that as a fact. <laughs> Seven is the seventh greatest movie ever made. Yes, it is. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> the Shawshank is number one. Okay. Crazy. Um, I haven't seen it in forever, man. We should, we're going to have to do one on that one one so day. So that one or The Shining? I mean, they're clearly different, but as far as movie-wise. And Shawshank was, I'm going to a little note next to that one because it's directed by Frank Darabont who ended up directing three movies based on three Stephen King novels. Mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile. Okay. And... That was number 20 on that list. And The Mist, my boy. Fuck yeah. What do you got to say about The Mist? <laughs> you want to talk about greatest movies made? For- it's got one of the greatest endings of a movie, I Fuck would say. yeah. I don't think there's a more devastating ending to a fucking movie, man. Mm-mm. Not like that. <laughs> you just shot. You just shot your phone. Oh, spoilers to the mist. Yeah. You just shot your fucking kid. Yeah. In the fucking head. And three other people. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's your fucking son. True. Like your your child. He's like a young son. And the way they put it in the, I don't know if it happens like that in, in the book, but. He's like waking up. No, he, it, that doesn't happen in the book. Well, in the fucking in the novella, movie, in the in the movie, he fucking crushes it. In the movie, he wakes up. That's what makes that ending so fucked up because Brutal. he wakes up and realizes his dad's about to fucking shoot him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also he does it so fast that he probably doesn't give him a lot of time to process it, right? But he doesn't notice it. He's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" Bam. Whoosh. Mm-hmm. Pretty hardcore. And then they get fucking, he gets fucking rescued. Like, rescued. literally, not even a minute after. <laughs> and then that movie just ends with him on his knees, 
screaming his yeah. fucking his fucking like it, that scream haunts me dude i could still hear it <laughs> yeah it's fucked up oh that's good some good Stephen stuff. King didn't write that ending though. Well, I'm sure he. Oh, I, you know, I think I, I read this thing where he said he actually really liked that ending. I think he said he said that like if he had thought about it, he would have d- done that, but he didn't think about it. Damn. He kind of he leaves it open in the novella. He um, uh, it's left like they they all go off into the mist, and then it's left up like you know he pr- he puts it there as an option, like worst case scenario. Like, I have a gun, and he's just like, it only has, like, four bullets, and there's five of us. He's like, but whatever. Like, I'll deal with that when when we get to that fucking point. So it's kind of left up, like, as an option, mm-hmm. but it definitely, you don't see what happens, and he definitely doesn't do it and then get rescued right after. Right, right. So that part was made up by the director. That was, fuck, that was 2007. 2007, right? Shawshank was in 94. 94. And, um, uh... What else was there? Was in, Green in, Mile? Be, in between there, yeah. So in between there, oh, I gotta talk about 1996. Thinner, remember Thinner? Uh-uh. The one where the gypsy curses this fat guy who just keeps losing weight till he's, like, fucking, like, gonna die. He's just gonna waste away. Really? No, I don't remember that. I... Rosie, my sister, Rose, my sisters took me to see this movie in 96. How old was I in 96? Fucking eight. <laughs> in this movie, a fucking gypsy <laughs> fucking curses a bunch of people and a bunch of really bad things happened to the man. Like, I couldn't handle it. I tapped out of that movie. I remember I went out, like, in, like, I got to, like, the third act. Where this man was being turned into a lizard, and I was just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I was just like, give me a bunch of quarters. I'm going to be playing Mortal Kombat in the fucking arcade. Try to fucking make some sense <laughs> of what I just fucking saw. I'm to try not to fucking cry <laughs> right now. I lost it. Man, so you saw it in the theater then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I had to fucking, I had to bail. One of the regrets of my life. <laughs> <laughs> After the Green Mile though, in 2003, get that fucking Dreamcatcher hitter, mm. my boy. That fucking. The movie's kind of stupid, but that scene, the, it starts off really cool. Like the friends just going off into the fucking cabin, and then one of them gets. Oh, the stranger comes into the cabin and he has an alien in him, mm. and then he shits it out, remember? Spoiler. Yeah. No, I don't remember. What? That. I remember watching it, but I mean, well, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the old guy shits out like this fucking alien leech, Ooh. and then Jason Lee, well, Jason Lee's in it. He like closes the lid and he sits on the toilet to try to fucking keep it there. You don't remember this at all? No. Yeah. Well, it starts off really gnarly. <laughs> okay. right on. It gets super silly by the end of the fucking movie. And I think this is one of the books that Stephen King himself is like, yeah, that was a really bad book. Like, I just got super coked out <laughs> and wrote like an 800 page book. I just like shat it out. <laughs> and he's like, so I had to, he put it out. I mean, I wrote this fucking thing. Yeah. I just did a shitload of coke and then, and then he like read it back a couple years later. He's like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that was not a good book. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest about it. Yeah, that's what's, uh, that's what's cool. Cocaine. Though. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I wouldn't know about that, though. Secret Window, 2004. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp crushes it in that one before he went fucking loco. <laughs> <laughs> but all respect to Johnny Depp, right? <laughs> <laughs> How can you diss him and then fuck, man? Well, he started making a bunch of really weird movies and... Or not weird ones. He started doing the Pirates of the Caribbean and... He started acting weird. Yeah. He's a silly fuck. But, but I get it, it. But he's fucking Raul Duke and if you're in Loading Las Vegas and nobody could ever take that from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Donnie Brasco, too, it's dude. also George Young. George Young, dude. We love that movie. We, you, you wait for that blow episode, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's coming. It's one of our favorite movies of all time. Um, uh, 1408, 2007, my boy John Cusack, mm. Evil Room, they battle it out. <laughs> <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you know who's going to win that battle. The yep. Room. John Cusack, my <laughs> boy. No. Nine times out of ten, he'll win. <laughs> and he does in this one, and it's terrific. Samuel Jackson's in it. Mm-hmm. Fucking hitters. Um, uh, same year, same year as the mess. Same year, yeah. So like, like all these movies, a lot of these, they're like grouped together, you know, like Dreamcatcher, Secret Window. That's like two thousand three, two thousand four. Fourteen oh eight, fourteen oh eight, the mess. That's two thousand seven. Last year there was four Stephen King movies. Mm. There was The Dark Tower. Okay. Gerald's Game. Mm-hmm. Nineteen twenty two. Yep. And it, four King movies, three in one year. Yeah, and then this year we got the Pet Cemetery remake. Yeah, which I was super fucking hyped for. Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite fucking books of his. Remember how hyped we were for nineteen twenty two? My I boy? was super hyped for that one. What a terrific short story that is. Yeah, that one's fucking. It's fucking awesome. The movie itself was a letdown. But I did appreciate it in a way, you know. Homeboy crushed it. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Who was also in Dreamcatcher, huh? Mm. And The Miss. There's three Stephen King movies. Whoa. Killing it. <laughs> um, uh, 1922, we were hyped for it. A little letdown. But Gerald's Game. You watched that I one? I still haven't seen it. <gasps> You know what? It's it's because twenty two was too good as a as a read, and it that was... fucking movie. Like maybe if someone who didn't read it, like yeah, it's pretty fucked, but there was just so much left out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you you come up with this visual that depending on your fucking mood, you know, because <laughs> you could think some pretty dark shit. No, the way that 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 fucking dead wife is described in that book is fucking. Haunting. Yeah. And <laughs> like, like, in my mind, I saw the worst shit imaginable. Yeah, no, it was pretty fucked. And with just the, the attention to fucking detail, he throws in just to describe, okay, this bitch is dead inside as well. Yeah. She's, he's talking about the fucking way the moon's reflecting off a of fucking... A dew of, of water on the fucking lawn. Doesn't he throw a fucking cow in there? Too? Yeah, the cow's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he throws a dead. And he throws a cow who probably took like a two or three days to die. Yeah. On top of his dead wife. Rotting, <laughs> and then mice just fucking chewing. Not mice, rats. rats sorry. My boy. Yeah. 
who at the end of the day eat him. All right, spoils for the short story, 1922. (laughs) (laughs) It was a hell of a remake. 2017. I liked it. I I really liked it. That movie was like Stand By Me, which I guess you haven't seen, so you can't relate to. (laughs) But you got to watch that movie, dude. It's a fucking classic. But it's kind of like Stand By Me, and then like there's an evil clown in it. Hmm. It was pretty good. Hmm. Um, It was pretty scary. And you know what? That beginning scene where fucking... Spoilers for it. Um, uh, <laughs> the fucking when Pennywise fucking chomps Georgie's oh, arm yeah. off and then pulls him into the fucking sewer. That's when you fucking know it's going to be a good one. It's like, what? They're not scared <laughs> to chop a boy's arm at the start of a fucking movie. And then as he's screaming in agony, he gets dragged into a fucking sewer. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> Pretty good. After a fucking evil clown just bit your fucking arm off. Fuck that. Did Homeboy, did they dub in the voice or did he do that voice? No, he did that shit. That was a good fucking And he would make his eye move too. That wasn't CG. That's fucking crazy. Really? Yeah. That dude crushed it. It too, coming out this year. And seeing that, yeah. Can't wait till that trailer drops. Remember how fucking psyched we were when that It trailer came mm-hmm. out, dude? It was like, Jesus, that looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> Pet, so, all right. Let's at least talk about Pet Cemetery for a little bit before we fucking wrap this son of a bitch up. Okay. Fucking, I like this one way better than the 1989 version. As someone who's read the book and watched the other version, it cuts out the whole, like, the Lewis Creed's whole relationship with Judd is kind of all scrapped out, like, in the book. Like, Judd was, like, a father to him and shit, you know? It was, like, a man, someone he loved and trusted in the movie. It's, like, they're, like, friends and shit, but... He's just a neighbor. But, yeah. Like, whatever. Like, more than a neighbor, I think, you know? But it wasn't, like, he was thought of him as a father, you know, for sure. Yeah, definitely not. And John Lithgow's in there, and he's fucking crushing it. He fucking kills it, dude. I feel like, I don't know, like, John Lithgow just belongs in a Stephen King story somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, he he should have fucked. There's no other man who could have played this fucking he's guy. He's a fucking Trinity killer, dude. Fuck. Dexter. He's Dick from Third Rock from the Sun. I don't know. <laughs> The fuck you know about that? <laughs> but, <laughs> that was a terrific fucking show. <laughs> yeah, Dexter smashed on that for sure. Fuck no. There's, uh, there's no I chance. fucking, you put that piece of shit Dexter show up against Third Rock from the sun. Whoa, Third Rock's son is going to win that battle nine times out of ten. <laughs> Let me tell you. I guess I need to watch it, but Dexter for sure is the shit. It's so fun. It's like, I would say it's like up there in sitcoms with like, Seinfeld and shit. It's hilarious. It's like good stuff. So anyway, yeah, he's fucking Judd. He's the man who takes fucking Lewis Creed, the the man who's chosen for from this book to be like, you're gonna go through like the most horrible thing you could fucking imagine. This book's about a man that loses his child and then um and not only that, I like right at, he loses his child after like trying to explain to his child about living and dying and accepting death 
and that's how it's a part of life. You know, he's such a rational, sensible fucking man over here. Mm. And then when his daughter dies, he can't fucking, he's not sensible. In the movie. In the movie and in the book. Okay, okay. So what was the, I heard there was like a big difference between the book. Well, in the book, the major thing in the book is Judd's like a father to him. Judd's wife is still alive. So it's a couple and they become like best friends with the creeds. No relation to Apollo, of course. <laughs> and uh, don't laugh. <laughs> and um, uh, so Judd's wife has a heart attack one day, and Lois Creed is a fucking doctor, and he saves her life. So because of that, Judd felt like he owed Lewis something. And when the fucking, when Ellie's cat died, he was just like, you know what, you saved my wife's life, so I'm going to save you from fucking, like, having to tell your daughter that your cat's dead. So he takes him up there. And in the book, like, it, they did a good job in the movie, actually, when he, they're walking up there, making it spooky. Mm -hmm. In the book, it's like, um, like he could hear some things, like, behind them, coming up behind them and shit. And in the movie, they actually do kind of show something off in the distance at one point. Yeah, you yeah. hear things. So they did a pretty good job. But he could hear things behind him and Judge is like, just don't look back. Like, just keep going. Whatever you do, don't listen to nothing, whatever. Just, just fucking follow me. Whoa. And it's fucking scary, that dude. sounds scary. <laughs> and in the movie, that's not bad. It is actually creepy when he's taking him up there. The it's, monster is like a monster. It's like a, 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 the Wendigo thing. They show that thing, right? They show like the yeah, thing with yeah. the with like the yeah, yeah. deer fucking head or whatever. Mm -hmm. Scary stuff. <laughs> it's pretty good. So yeah, so that's the main thing they cut out from the beginning. And then the major change is that in this movie, Ellie dies instead of Gage. In the book and in the first movie, Gage dies, who's a toddler. Mm. He's like two or three. Motherfucker can barely walk. Mm. So when that little son of a bitch comes back and fucking, he goes, spoilers for all pet cemetery things, <laughs> Gage comes back and he goes to, so fucking, so, so Judd had brought back his dog and I think he, I don't know what else he did, but the, the thing that comes up, it's like a demon, right? So when somebody gets revived, in the book, it's like the same. It's like the same person, the same thing. So when Little Gage comes back, he goes straight to fucking Judd's because he has like a grudge. And he's like, "I'm gonna kill this fucking old fuck," and he's like taunting him before he kills him. It's like I was like, "Dude, like, like you escaped me like for so long, like, but I'm finally gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> Shit, yeah. you know? it's, and this old man's just like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Like I'm fucked. And an old man that you really care about by this time in the book, okay? <laughs> it's an old man you've been reading about for 300-plus pages, Jesus. okay? And then he gets murdered by a toddler, and then the toddler also kills his mom. And then Lewis Creed, in the book and in the first movie, he actually kills his son, and he kills the cat. Mm. He kills fucking Church. And he kills Gage. And then he goes and buries his fucking wife into the pet cemetery. 
Because in his mind, he says, oh, like, she just died. So if I bury her now, like, she's not going to be evil, you mm. know. And the book just ends, like, mysteriously with he's waiting for her in the kitchen. He hears the door open. And he hasn't even looked back. And I think she's just his darling. And that's it. You don't know what happens. Mm. You don't know if she's evil. You don't know if she's going to kill him. You don't know what's going to happen. Let me ask you this. In in the movie, in this, this new one, I don't remember the first one, but it, is the Achilles chop a I thing? I believe so. Because that was pretty... I believe so. Pretty good. Yeah, I think that's how he gets him. Do you remember... And uh, he, he, I want to say he carved... In the book and in the first movie, he either slits his throat or carves his face up. Whoa. Like, it's violent the way he kills him. It's fucked up. The Achilles is pretty fucked up. Yeah, well, that's how he wounds him. But also the way he kills him is... Is also fucked. Do you up. remember? I w- I don't know which one was the Chucky with the army or the military. Child's Play three, of course. Three. <laughs> do, you rem- <laughs> do you remember him going into the barracks and chopping that dude's Achilles? Ooh, no, I don't remember that. He goes in there and then the dude falls and he's under with the fucking thing and it's like a close shot. Then he goes up to him and fucking marks him. <sighs> Seeing that now or is thinking about it, like maybe that's homeboy's way of saying, "Hey, this." Essentially, a toddler, a children's toy, just mm-hmm. a kill clip some dude and marks him. Maybe. Well, Child's Play came out in 1988. I want to say. Mm. And so, so, Child's Play 3 probably came out like 93 or some bullshit. But yeah. And so, all right. In, in this new movie, and so the whole the whole time you're watching, especially if you know the way the story goes, like me, that I've read the book, like you know from the beginning of it that this family is fucked. The moment they move here, the minute they meet Judd, this family's like Lewis Creed's going to lose his shit and he's going to lose his family. He's going to fucking lose his sanity and shit. Mm. So as you're watching it, it's just like, fuck. You know, so when you're in the movie and you're seeing him dig up his fucking daughter, you're just like, man, don't do it. It's all going to be all bad. He does it. And fucking. Um, she comes back. She fucking kills his fucking wife, just like in the book. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of keeping that shit. But then when he's going to kill her. Oh, so she kills the mom and then she goes and she buries the mom in the pet cemetery. That does not happen in the book. She does it while she knocks out Lewis. Mm. And then she fucking, when he, Lewis is finally going to try to kill this little bitch, and he's about to, he's about to decapitate her with a fucking shovel, which I was so ready yeah, for. Yeah, I was pumped for that. And right as he's about to decapitate this little girl, a fucking beam goes through his chest because the mom's already awake and evil, evil, and she fucking kills him. Yeah. And then they drag him off to the pet cemetery. Oh, and right before this, because little old Gage, he's alive in this version. They lock him in the car. Well, Lewis Creed locks him in the car, and he's just like, don't open the door for anybody but, like, me, okay? So then this zombie evil family is walking back after they just burned Judd's house. So they're holding a fucking thing of gas. And then they walk up to the car where, where, where little Gage is, and Gage is happy to see his family. And they're just like, we're going to fucking kill you now. And Dude, then that's how the fucking yeah, movie yeah, ends. Yeah. And it's just like, <gasps> that is so 
awful. Like, dude, what if they lit that fucker on fire? Dude? Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, they didn't because we when I I watched it twice because I watched it for my like for my birthday or something with Lalo. Happy birthday, dude! Oh, thank you. We went through <laughs> this. <sorry. laughs> And then um, uh, I just wanted you to watch it so we could talk about it on the podcast. So we watched it again. Mm-hmm. We wanted to get snacks, so we missed the first, like, five minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So in the first five minutes, they show Judd's house burning, and they show the outside of Lewis Creed's house. You see the doors wide open, a big old, like, a uh, smudge of blood where you could tell a body was dragged out. And then the car is there. With the with the door open and two bloody handprints on the on the windshield mm. or on the side window. Okay. So at the end of the movie, um, uh, Lewis Creed, remember he goes up to the window and puts his hands up. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously Gage opens the door for him and they take him out. So I don't think they burned him, uh, okay. but they are still going to kill him, and I can't imagine it's going to be a nice. Death, like he's a fucking two-year-old little kid who could barely speak, and his family's gonna kill your mom, your dad, your sister, and your cat. They're gonna kill you. (laughs) That's fucking one of the worst things I can imagine. Yeah, it's pretty hard. That's like that ending was so like when it ended, I was just like, that was so messed up. (laughs) Like that was even more messed up. Than it was in the fucking book. See, some of these movies just need to be bold and brave. You know, they gotta, <laughs> they gotta step it up and show the little two year old get murked, bro, in a crazy fashion. Like, Shh. I mean, I'm down with it. Not too, not too graphic. No, you'd be bothered by it if it was in part of that movie. It's it's in bad taste, I think, to what? to show little kids dying or being murdered in movies. Especially no. scary movies. Okay, scary movie maybe. Like if it's something that happened in real life or whatever, and it's like a retelling. Happens all the time, dude. Yeah, but like to just kill. I don't know. Well, remember Planet Terror? Yeah. <laughs> the little kid kills himself in that movie. Do you remember Rambo? This oh, kid that's gets right. fucking bayonet. Well, fucking you think <laughs> you think Stallone gives a fuck <laughs> what anybody thinks about fucking baby <laughs> baby knife death? <laughs> Babies being impaled. <laughs> oh fuck, that was a good one. The answer is no. He does not give a fuck <laughs> about that stuff. Yeah, and I can't wait till the day that a uh, Rambo is in a Stephen King movie. So that's just alone himself. Yeah, starring opposite Ethan Hawke <laughs> in the fucking ultimate Stephen King wow. fucking tale. <laughs> <laughs> With John Travolta in it, too. No way. And Lois from Robocop. <laughs> Let's bring it all back okay. together. Like we started. All right, let's stop this bitch. We've been talking about Stephen King for... It's been a while. Two, two three hours, it seems. He, he, does have some, <laughs> he does have some good ones, though. I, mean, I love him. I love Stephen what, King. What trips me out is, like, okay, you already know he writes this crazy stuff. And um, supposedly he's a chill dude. People are saying he's pretty normal, but what's normal doesn't know. But I wonder what he watches. Like, what's entertaining to him? Cause uh, look at you, look at all these years he's been entertaining people. Do you watch? You know, I'm a, I follow him, like on fucking Facebook. Uh huh. He's always recommending shit. He's always putting shit that he's reading and that he's watching movies, oh, shows, cool. 
things that he's read. He's constantly sharing what he likes. I wonder what his like top five are. We should hit him up on Twitter. We should hit him up. What are your top five, sir? <laughs> I'm sure he'll get back to us. <laughs> it's only like the he's probably the most famous fucking author in the world, probably. I would I would say he probably is. More than yeah. More than who? Who are you? I was say? gonna say like Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling. But I'm saying like. No, yeah, more people. More people. He's been know. writing for a minute. There's a difference. He's got hundreds of novels. Yeah. And books and fucking shit that's not even novels. Fucking short stories, yeah. novellas, movies. Yeah. He's written hundreds. That 1922 one was a short story, and that shit was fucking... It was a long-ass short story, too. It was a short story that was, like, 100 Bro, pages. That, <laughs> that shit went by so fast. How is that a short story? <laughs> it's 100 because fucking pages. I fucking ran But you devour it, because it's a fucking terrific You just story. so... I was like, I'm gonna read this shit. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm probably gonna get bored. Fuck no, dude. 50 pages, 60 pages. My palms are sweating. I was like, dude, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> it's when fucking I, 3 in the morning. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> Fuck. When I bought Under the Dome, and it was like a 1,200-page book. So there's no way I'm going to read this. I was so hooked on that fucking... I was, <laughs> I was reading that book like every minute I could. And the chapters are so short, too, so you could read them like... Like three minutes, so if you have like just a little break, you're like, let me get a fucking quick chapter, <laughs> and then you get that chapter, and you'd be like, shit, I don't want to fucking stop reading. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's full blown immersive. Homeboy's got a fucking. It's too bad that I really love Under the Dome, and they made it into a television show. Did you watch it? I watched the first two seasons. It had Hank from uh, Breaking Bad. Hank. Yeah. Who's Hank? Oh, the bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Stephen King in a nutshell. That's Pet Cemetery, really. Pet Cemetery, probably, probably my favorite book of his. I don't know. I love Under the Dome too, and The Shining. <laughs> but yeah, Pet Cemetery, The Shining. We talked about The Shining more than anything. Yeah, no, but that's getting its own episode. No, this doesn't count. Yeah, I think it counts. <laughs> nah. Anyway, all right. Let's wrap this son of a bitch up. God bless America. All right. Everyone else, too. <laughs> <laughs> Later.